All right, welcome back to a special week of the Skippables podcast. I'm your host, Gio Chopatazzi. If I sound like a different person, I swear it's me. My voice, uh, unfortunately, was lost or stolen recently, and I haven't been able to totally recover yet. Um, with me right now is the professional Leon Cortez. He is my guest host today because we do not have the regular second host, my second man. I'm, we, I'm going I'm going deep on the bench now. You're my third man. Did I, did I get a promotion? I'd say today you got a promotion. Josh is not here, unfortunately. He's starting a vacation early today, and we are... Terrible timing. You know, he... he didn't put in the requests in the right time, you know. Yeah, it, it wasn't filled out the correct way. The vacation form, yeah. All actions we can take against him at this moment. Yeah, definitely getting a strike. If uh, not, yeah. Going towards his record on his employment. A write-up. Uh, yeah, I write think up. Is, is in his future when he gets back. So um, this week we're doing a free bird episode. Lucy Goosey. Um, Debussy, right? Yeah. So just, just ducking around. We Exactly. We're having fun. And we can say F-bombs. But um, I was going with the bird thing. I know? like it. Free though. bird, okay. loosey goosey, D- just ducking, ducking around. around. That's really yeah, cute. Come on, dude. That's super cute, Leon. I love I'm it. trying here. I'm kind of nervous. I'm the guest being, host today. I'm a little nervous. Number two. number two. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but uh, I'm trying. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to be nervous because with us, um, we have perfect chemistry with this guest host that we've brought on today. <laughs> perfect chemistry. We've been friends for years, former roommate. Also a musician, collaborator, constant collaborator. We are here with Mark Leffler. Mark, he's a teacher. He's an artist. He's a lover. He's a fighter. Yeah, What's he, up, Mark? He that's claims, me. Yeah. I'm really happy to be here. Just been sucking in the whole Covina vibe. And it's a good vibe. It's a I mean, hot vibe, but it's mm. good. I mean, way to dox us, man. We were... Uh, we were saying we're from Los Angeles. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I guess I guess I guess the folks know where to find us now. But, yeah. uh, thank I mean, you, Mark. Definitely. I didn't know that was a trade secret. It's a trade secret when I've made enemies with many fan bases, mm. including the entire country of England, which I've said we can fight any moment. Yeah. Jeez. We have uh, we have A and R guys out here looking for us for the things we say about their artists, man. And also recruiters. There's a lot of podcast people that want to steal and co opt our, our brand. Not gonna happen, Marin. Sorry, Rogan. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a um, I did a little poking around this uh, this week, and um, I noticed some uh, some music podcasts out there existing. I how mean, dare how dare they? any other music podcast exist? What dude? the hell, man? It's fucked up. You guys are the only music podcast I listen to. Thank you, thank you, Mark. Thank I appreciate you. Appreciate that, dude. That's, wow, that means a lot. You know, Mark Mark is visiting us down here in a. L.A., Los Angeles. Yeah, not Covina. That's correct. I got Scratch the, that. the Scratch. city wrong. Yeah. I mean, Covina's a beautiful place um, if you haven't been. Great place to raise your kids. Yeah. But Los Angeles is where all the magic happens. So, yeah. So, so Mark, Mark, Mark is visiting us from... Uh, where are you visiting us from, Mark? I am visiting from uh, Northern California, a small city in Marin County called um, San Anselmo. Riveting stuff. You yeah. know, I heard that some... some <laughs> Really famous people live there, that a la Metallica. Metallica actually lives in San Rafael. Oh, but cor- George correction. Lucas lives in San Anselmo. And you've had a couple run-ins. I've seen him a lot, um, just around. I've never really talked to him because I just 
don't want to be like, thanks, George. Thanks for Star Wars. And That's I, what you would say. I, I just I don't want to say that. I'm not a guy who would say that. I'd pitch him something, dude. I'd pitch him like an idea. That's true. Um, they live there. Who else lives in wonderful San Anselmo? Oh, I was in English class with the guitarist from Journey's daughter. And then I also, didn't you say that your your older sister, her young friend from elementary school or middle school, her dad was a, a certain Santana member, possibly yes. even Carlos Santana? Carlos himself, yes, that's correct. So there's some famous people in um, Marin County. So I'm, you know, I'm on top of celebrity gossip. Um, basically, the way things work, people think things come to L.A. and New York First, that's wrong. They come to San Anselmo, oh. Novato, Mill Valley, maybe Terra Linda, Marin County first. And that's where then the other major markets, Los Angeles and New York, hear about them. And, so, And Mark, where do you rank yourself on the on the list of famous people from uh, Marin um, County? I would say I'm like number eight, probably. Yeah, that's good. Although you shut me down in in me saying that Metallica was from where you are. They are. I I would think that in rock and roll, nothing matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And if you guys know anything about Metallica, you know that they recorded an album called Some Kind of... Oh, no, St. Anger, and then a documentary called Some Kind of Monster, Mm -hmm. where it really shows a band breaking apart. And it shows people getting at each other's throats. We've been doing some recording, and it got pretty intense. Ooh. Oh, man. It but, got very and, intense. And when you're recording, things do matter, right? And sometimes I will say it's easier to record something that's not yours. And I feel like we are getting into an era where people are starting to rediscover oldies, quote-unquote oldies. And the way they're doing that is through new artists, covering old material interesting uh when i mentioned you know um podcasts about music i some about covers out there as well right and it's an easy art form it's very easy to do covers i've done plenty of covers myself not that i've recorded many but i've done plenty and it is a very easy thing to do would you agree or disagree mark I would agree, especially if you are a pop star with a full backing band. Like, it's a pretty easy thing to do. It's hard. I have mixed feelings about it in um, my other band. I am primarily in a cover band, so I think cover bands are all well and good because it kind of lets you see the songs you love in a bar and not just at, like, Staples Center. But I, for pop singers it's kind of like write your own song all right we might have to cut that he didn't sign the, the waivers for the promoting himself well, and he his didn't music. say what band he was in okay okay <laughs> come on now let's let's give this guy you know, a break. this He's, guy we're here to promote his stuff okay? i know but they also have to pay the fee you know what i'm saying like <laughs> he's, it, paying, it he's paying the fee he's been <laughs> here for a few days he's paying the fee every day um nothing's for free I think it's cash, grass, or ass, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the mottos we have at the Skippables. Nobody records with Geo for free. That's, that's right. This <laughs> equipment I didn't pay for itself. So, yes, it's not like it's a bad art form. Covers, karaoke, that's fun. You sing another person's song. I right? mean, reggae music's pretty much covered, man. There's like 20 rhythms. You use those 20 rhythms, 15 billion people have sang over every single one of them, you know? Okay. 
So. I mean, that's not that's not a terrible opinion, and people love that art form. Yeah. And I think what Mark was getting to was the idea that nowadays there are people <laughs> that go up and they go on stage, do a full cover set, and they are effectively introducing generations of, of people to the song as if it's their song. And it's not like people are really saying, like, oh, my God, I recorded this. This is my song, you know? But the uninitiated, the young, you know, the Zoomers out there, you guys just don't realize, you know, she's doing a, a Pink Floyd song. And when I say she, I mean a Miley Cyrus. I want to talk about Miley Cyrus's cover. Did she do a Pink Floyd song? She did a Pink Floyd song, I believe. Oh. But before we get to that, I wanted to get to um, her cover of um, the San Anselmo um, hometown. San Rafael. San Rafael hometown band, San Anselmo. Tomato, tomato, you know? It's, it's, they're all very close to each San other. San this, San that. Metallica did a cover, or she did a cover of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. And I don't think getting where they're from matters to me much. Here we go. Let's just do a little, <laughs> little part of it. Just see, does it sound like the original to you? What's fucked up about this is this is available on Spotify to listen to and credited in the song Miley Cyrus, Watt, Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, Robert Trujillo, and Chad Smith. So at least Miley Cyrus, Elton John, and Yo-Yo Ma collaborated on a cover of Nothing Else Matters. Mm-hmm. So that's Elton John on the piano, I'm guessing. And yeah. then what was the other oh, name boy. he said? Chad Smith, Robert Trujillo, what? Robert Trujillo is in Metallica. Oh my oh, god, that is a bass player from Metallica. Yeah. yeah, he was like crab walk. He he wears his bass very low. Mm-hmm. What is he? What is he hiding? What is he covering up? Also, a correction, real quick, before the Metallica fans come for us. Uh, some kind of monster is for the album. It's like a. It's like a. I don't think it's not that some kind of hate. Is it? I mean, it's not a Saint Anger. Saint Anger. I don't think so. It was for Saint Anger. Correction, thank you guys. No. Wait, so you 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 tried to correct us and then you got. Well, I I, I I I don't. Metallica fans are kind of scary, man. You know, <laughs> gotta watch out. Scary. Yeah, well, they had a soundtrack Tragic. album to some kind of monster with like bonus songs, I think. Oh. But um, yeah, I was saying angry for Speaking sure. Speaking of how scary Metallica fans are, you think how do they feel about this? Is there any comments on this video? Are, are there? I mean, this is on Spotify. I don't I don't see any death threats. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. But then again, I mean, she has been getting a lot of shit for these covers. And in fact, she responded to that by doing another cover. And this is a cover that I think Leon said you kind of liked, right? Um, I don't know what you're playing, so... Let's listen to her respond to the fact that people are talking shit about her doing covers. Here we go. I know everybody like myself has been locked up and locked down and we just want to have a fucking good ass time tonight. And so I hope you guys like this set because it's completely individualized for each of you individuals. I know how unique each and every one of us are. And so that's why I want to create a set that was as unique as I feel that you are. And with that being said, now I'm going to do a classic Miley. No, I'm not going to show my titties or something. 
But I am gonna sing a song that no one fucking knows. But you will know it after tonight. And I've seen the tweets stop doing covers, but yet somehow Jolene was requested. So, one for me. This song is called Heaven or Las Vegas. For obvious reasons. Okay, so real quick, before we get into the song, she just said it. She's like, okay, everyone tweeting at me, stop doing covers, and yet she's getting requested her cover songs, her most famous Jolene cover song, she did the Dolly Parton song. So before we get into this, um, this mysteriously unknown song, right, we don't know, does anybody know what this song, Heaven or Las Vegas, do you know it, Mark? I, I, I don't know, I... I kind of just I turn on the radio and that's what I listen to. Um, I like songs that are fun and happy. So you think that heaven's not happy? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it could it, it could not be happy? You, you never know. I mean, Vegas and never been. Vegas in the summer can feel like the opposite of heaven. So yeah. So heaven, Las Vegas. I've heard it, but that's because I am a music aficionado. Okay. It's you're, named you're, after. You're the like a, what they call alternative, right? I'm alt. I'm alt alternative, and in fact, I've named one of our awards after the singer of the song "Heaven in Las Vegas." Oh, and Elizabeth Fraser, aka the Cocteau Twins Award. Oh, I I I thought she was a scientist of type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble. She discovered tungsten. Right, not Marie Curie. This is in fact Elizabeth Fraser. And um, let's just get into her version of the song. I I don't like it. I think it's extremely uh, offensive to my ears. I I didn't say I liked it. I said it, it felt the closest to the original out of the last things that we've played from her. Right. And it's also it's a great band, so she can just hide behind. Yeah. That. Okay. Well, um, corrected. And I stand corrected. Thank you. Let's just, just do a little bit of, of this Miley cover of Heaven or Las Vegas, the unknown hit. Don't worry. It's only a minute long, she says. <laughs> oh, man. It's a really good way to sell the song you're singing. Don't worry. It's only a minute long. You know, my thing is uh, the, the, the award, the Elizabeth Fraser Award, uh, the award exists because you can't audibly, you can't understand what they're saying, right? Yes, what Elizabeth Fraser exactly. is saying. So is there actual official lyrics to this song, and is Miley keeping to them? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't question. think so. I, I don't, like, it's one of those things... It's like uh, the Shroud of Turin or like the um, Dead Sea Scrolls. You can translate it, but there's probably 18 different translations. <laughs> and you're not going to be able to figure out which one is the real one and this which one a, Elizabeth actually sang. That was some deep cuts on those references. There, I'm, a, I'm an ex-religious person. Oh, and boy. I watched a lot of history documentaries. Shout out to all those who've gotten away, yeah. who escaped. I escaped. Hashtag I escaped the Catholic Church. Um, and so... <laughs> Miley Cyrus doing all these covers, it brings open um, a debate that we could have. Is it worth it? Are covers 
skippable. And I will say, I think in a later episode, um, I talk some heavy shit about Britney Spears' covers. And I stand by everything that I'm going to say in that episode because I feel like, in my opinion, most covers should not exist or should not be recorded. Well, I, I, I... It's a really tough thing. So for one thing, like I go back to um, Cheryl Crow's first cut is the deepest. I did not know about the original version, but that because like, you know, I was alive in the 90s and 2000s and I wasn't alive in the 70s and 60s. Okay. So then it kind of educates you. So maybe she's going to teach kids about Cocktoo Twins. However... I don't know. With Miley, it just seems like she's trying to be like, oh, like, I'm a pop star, but I'm also, like, I, got, I listen to really cool bands that you don't even know, and just it's leaning a little bit too into it for someone who was the star of a Disney Channel show. Right, right. I mean, she let her defend herself, man. She can listen to cool music. I, uh, it's not that she can listen to cool music. It's that she thinks that nobody else knows the Cocteau Twins. And nobody else knows their biggest hit. Yeah, true. Yeah. This is this is like even if you don't know the Cocteau Twins, you kind of know Heaven or Las Vegas. Yeah. So it's it's that that I think bugs and like us personally. That came out the year we were born, actually. I think ninety one, right? Um, totally. That cover the album came out. No idea. And it's just I'll kind of like her lack of humbleness. I think I like. If that intro was not a thing, like if she just said, hey, I'm going to do Cocktoo Twins, Heaven or Las Vegas, that would be fine. But the fact that she does this big speech and is like, oh, I'm going to do this song no one knows. Yeah. I'm Miley. I'm yeah. crazy. And it's just like. Yeah, dude. She's talking about pulling her boobs out tits, again, dude. dude. Yeah. She said she's not going to do it this time. But uh, yeah, album came out in 1990. 1990 right so so it's... i mean for her she, well, how old is she she wasn't even born at that time yet i don't think so so i mean she might think this is obscure this is obscure to some people you know uh, there's a lot of kids out there like you said that probably have never heard this before maybe um, this just means we're getting too old we're old and we've just heard you know have a different frame of reference over songs that are you know alternative yeah but uh yeah i mean it was fine i don't like, I just don't like that she's just been the cover girl for the last, like, year and a half. Just doing covers, like, every other month. And, like, getting, like, YouTube shit. And it's like, that's fine. Like, get your views, get your likes, whatever. But also, what is it? It doesn't make any of these songs better. The minute the minute, minute is four, uh, it's almost five minutes. I mean, that's, that, sorry, that song is almost five minutes. And she's, like, saying it's only a minute. Yeah, their their cover is a medley. They just do like one verse, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what her whole thing is, but there are better covers out there, right? Yes, I agree. And I mean that gets to my main thing with popular artists doing covers. You got to do something a little different with the song. Like nothing else matters was pretty much a straight cover. Having yeah. her Las Vegas was something was a straight cover and it was just with Miley's voice but like the instrumentation cuz she's got that good band behind her sounded like spot on but I mean I thought Miley was playing the guitar on that dude oh she was yeah she was not really but she could have been it's also the fact that she's done like eight covers in a row that's the problem mm-hmm. it's the fact that I think we're all desensitized it's just another cover 
She she's like basically doing like the Weezer Teal album, where she just does like the entire album just full of covers. We don't co-sign Weezer's cover album. I didn't even know no. that existed. Yeah, I'm no. glad. I'm glad because the le- least people, less people know, the better. You know, I live in a. You just my innocence is gone. You're the equivalent of yeah. of 9/11 to me. You just happened Sorry. right now with this. I just with pop you. your yeah. Pop your cherry on yeah. the turquoise album. What'd you call it? Teal, teal album. Uh, teal album. Teal turquoise tomato tomato. So okay, let's talk about some good covers. I think it's time we we bring up some good ones. Yeah, yeah. Let's try to um, change it up. We were going to talk about quickly. I, I think Mark really wanted to bring this up. I don't know if this is a good cover though. Disturbed and the sound of silence. You said they won a Grammy. I think they were either nominated for like best rock performance. I, I believe I know they were nominated for something, but I don't know if they won. But it was nominated, and again, I guess they changed the key, but just did a butt rock cover of like a Simon and Garfunkel song, and it's like you didn't. The, no the, need. The song's really good, like with Paul singing it. Paul's got a great voice. Like I don't know. It's just the whole idea of like okay. These classic timeless songs aren't timeless. We need Miley or Disturbed to jazz them up for this new generation is kind of. Right. And then also, like I, was, like I was saying. And by Paul, you mean Paul Simon, right? We got to clear that up. Yeah. Dude. Paul who? Who do, you think, who, who do you think it was? Paul McCartney? No, but I'm just saying. I mean, someone might think Paul McCartney. Peter, Paul, and Mary. One of those. Simon Could and be. Garfunkel. Of Simon and Garfunkel fame. Also was an actor in Annie Hall. Yes. So, real quick about um, this song, it's really long. It's really boring, and it doesn't do anything. They could honestly, like, you know, do this live. Make a live, you know, um, act. Add this to your set. Fine, that's cool. Like, whatever people might like that, but to do an entire music video, to you know, I mean, like, it's just so fucked up, like. Everybody knows Simon and Garfunkel. Everyone knows that song, and I don't think you need to reinvent this song. I mean, you know, doing some research. I don't think it won a, uh, a Grammy, but I think it won something equivalent. Um, it was downloadable content for the video game Rock Band number four. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. <laughs> equivalent. It's basically the same. So let's just see what Rock Band four the soundtrack really had. This is downloadable. This, this DLC. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, it's what? worse than I thought. Ooh, wah, ah, ah. That's what they should have added. <laughs> one, ooh, wah, ah, ah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think about this in the pre, in the pre run through. I didn't think about this, but uh, this reminds me of Johnny Cash's. Uh, yeah. Oh, like, I can't believe Hurt. you totally forgot. No, Hurt. I, I was thinking about it. This is like Hurt is the inverse of this. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Confirmation Class uh, 2008 with uh, Forever Ruining the Song for Me. Yeah, we had some very religious man. Um, bring his guitar to one of our retreats and dude covered the song like ad nauseum he just like wouldn't stop trying to like do this song just the first verse yeah i 
and he can never get his voice low enough. Luckily, my voice is like kind of fucked up right now. I could probably do it. Do it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I hurt myself today. I mean, I do the whole. <laughs> I, I skip myself today, in, in in the intro song for you guys. So, I can do it. Okay. As a kid say, no cap. I'm not capping, right? I mean, close enough. I think. Okay, cool. We, See, we didn't I let would... the kids judge that. Was did Leon say no cap, right? Vote. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a kid. I'm a man. You're a man, and I... and you have male opinions. I do, and I would say that Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt is better than the Nine Inch Nails version of Hurt, which is the original. That... I don't know. Maybe. And then do I'll, you disagree I'll, I'll say with it's that, a little Leon? shorter. I disagree. I don't know. Just because it's an old man doing it I doesn't agree. mean it's making it better. I think it makes it better just because it makes it more timeless. Like the build, the build on the Nine Inch Nail version is really cool that's... with the like ambient noise and the keys. It sounds really cool. Yeah. I don't like Nine Inch Nails. Don't get me wrong. I don't like them. Right. And um, I still think that version is better than Johnny Cash on an acoustic guitar. And shame on you, Rick Rubin, for exploiting that poor little man. <laughs> well, Rick did that a bunch of times, though. Yeah, he made like, him a lot of money at the end. Johnny yeah. Cash also did a Danzig song. He did a some weird song. Oh, uh, mother you know, rattlesnake! Next time you come on the show, man, you got to come prepare with your notes, man. It's called this is, Thirteen. This is hot. I know. He just needed a second. I just needed to push him. Yeah, I just. Uh, I get you. Okay, so let's let's do what we think our favorite uh, cover songs are. Favorite ones you can think of that are just come to mind. Um, now they don't have to be um, like disturbed. They don't have to win any awards. They don't have to be a, uh, on any soundtracks. They could just be a, a song that's a, a good cover. Um, who wants to go first? Of course, I think I'm not even gonna ask. Mark, you're our guest. Oh, guest, go first. Cool. Um, so I was enjoying bars that were open again after the the COVID epic, epidemic. Do you guys know about this? What's that? What, a pandemic or epidemic? It was a it was an epidemic and then it became a pandemic. Yeah, it and was kind of like, it was a whole big situation. <laughs> it was a pandemic the whole time. Needless to say, it I didn't happen in Southern California. Oh, that's good. I wasn't going to bars for a while, so I was at a bar in Fairfax, which is also in Marin County, and it was kind of divey. And I was mm-hmm. drinking a name the bar. High life. It was um, Naves in Fairfax. You see Mark at Naves. Mm-hmm. Buy him a drink. Yeah, buy him a drink. And I was just, um, you know, drinking my Miller. And then I heard this country song and I was like, okay, like this is very like kind of Americana. And it's not just any country song. It's a cover of a new wave song from uh, Napoleon Dynamite fame. Yeah, When in Rome. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Promise, right? Yeah. And I thought it was cool. They took a song and did like a different spin on it. And I was like, cool, this is a cool cover so who is this? sturgill simpson when i shazammed it who is this um country artist who has gotten a lot of acclaim in alternative pitchfork circles oh and um did this cool cover he's yeah. a pitchy guy huh? he's a pitchy guy look out for sturgill simpson um on pitchfork other um reviewed you know music blogs apparently he's blowing up i'm alternative i haven't even heard of him but i have heard of the promise yeah, and I, I like the song. So hopefully this um, measures up to the original When in Rome synthesized version. Let's check this out. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of 
writers to say I know they don't sound the way plan them to be If you wait around I'll make you fall for me I promise I promise you I will this guy, you say this guy is uh, modern? Yeah, so this song came out in 2014, I believe. Yeah. And then there was other ones like 2017 and 2019. Um, yeah, he's kind of cool. He's from Nashville, but he's like... Sounds really, like Waylon Jennings, dude. Yeah, he talks a lot of... Can I say the, the S-H-I-T yeah, word? Yeah, say whatever you want, man. He says a lot of shoot, um, <laughs> a lot of shit. Oh, there you go. Watch out, censors. There you go. Too off for TV. Um, like that's why we're on the radio. Talking about podcast. We're on the podcast. <laughs> um, just about how like country the CMA is like awful, and just like Nashville's kind of like what's awful. the CMA? Country Music Association. Oh, Whoa. like so there's union. It's a whole like association. It's like big business over there. So those guys are like anti-union, but they're in a big union, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a big thing, and then they have like the CMA Hall of Fame, the award show every year. And Sturgill was cool because he called out the CMA because last year in their in memoriam segment they just did not do John Prine. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Whoa. So, so like Sturgill and a few other artists were just like, "What the hell, CMA?" And it's like. CMA pull one. He's like he's not a country artist or what? No, they just didn't say anything. They just know like, you know, their market is more of the uh, Florida Georgia line crowd. Okay. And yeah, no respect. No respect. You know, Ronnie Dangerfield type of no respect given to John Prine. Rest in peace. So, I'm gonna just do a quick little uh, rundown of some notable. Shitty covers that Miley Cyrus did just because I look, I, I googled them. You just, gotta, I looked you, them just, up. You, just, you just can't get over them, dude. Just, what's your shit with Miley? What happens dude? is that I, I get on a little trip. Why are you beefing on the Cyruses? The Cyrus family needs to go down. Did okay? you get hurt by Hannah Montana as a kid? It's just it's what happened with Noah and Lil Sam. Oh. I can never get over <laughs> what happened with Noah and Lil Sam. Mm, little Zan, little Zan, little Zan's the man. Little Zanny's the man. Yes, fuck Zans, Zanarchy. But this, this song is called Androgynous. One of my favorite bands recorded it. And Miley Cyrus, um, Joan Jett, and Laura Jane Grace ruined it. Let's do a quick one of this one. Get him wrong and don't get him mad. He might be a father, but he sure ain't a dad. And she don't need advice that they sent her. She's happy the way she looks. She's happy with her gender. Why do they make it a pirate shanty, man? I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. This <laughs> is like, dude. All right, you see, well, it's, it's a great song. I love the song. We can edit out the whole where we actually live, right? Because I'm about to say this whole folk punk stuff. Take to that, just the worst thing in the Send world. Send it to Mars, bro. bro. Send it to Mars. Um, one thing I really don't like about Miley is her voice sounds like the loud drunk girl at a college party. Nice. Like, do you have any Smirnoff? You know, like just that kind of like dumb, loud voice. And that's what yeah. she sings with. It's like very like. Well, I think she like blew out her voice. Like, I'm really afraid that I am, am going down the road of a Miley Cyrus. I might have this smoky tone. 
that's for the nice. rest of my that's life. Nice, I like it. But uh, uh, once again, the the ideas and takes of Mark Leffler do not reflect the ones of the show. Yeah, and go meet him at that um, bar and beat the shit out of him for having that opinion. <laughs> Miley Cyrus fans, don't come for us. We're just yeah. starting, guys. Exactly. Give us a break. It's his opinions, not ours. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just angry with the whole Lil Xan and Noah and how they didn't. They're not perfect for each other. Heartbreak soldiers. Yeah. Um, but that's for another another podcast. So let's do uh, another favorite, and then we can get back to um, a shitty one. Yeah, yeah. So let's do yours. What's your favorite? So Leon, my favorite is coming uh, out of left field here because uh, uh, a show that will be coming out soon. Yeah, in the future. In the future, uh, we we did a, this an artist. Uh, I guess Britney Spears, yes. Yeah, free Britney, dude. Free Britney her. Spears, free her. Um, we did Britney Spears, and, I, and this song is uh, on one of the albums, and it was it's, it won an award for me in one of the it's shows. A spoiler. We're, yeah. we're, he's kind of spoiling. It won an award. You don't know what award it won. I don't remember what award it won, I mean, but it won an award. I mean, he this song. Yes, it did. Award, okay. So, I mean, let's All right, this song for Britney Spears. Can you please play the Sherlock song? Sherlock Holmes. Thank you. Yeah, so that's a song uh, made famous by uh, The Beat Goes On by Sonny and Cher, but it's done by Britney Spears on her first album. Interesting. Yeah. Um it's 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 a good like modern take of it. It's still dancey. I like the whole blah blah thing. I think it's really cute. Yeah. La di da di da. It's cool. I um, like it. It's cool. I don't. I, I, I'm sorry. I I'm not alternative I, for yeah. Giovanni over here. I didn't get why you liked it the first time, and I'm equally baffled. Like I get it's like <laughs> it's fun, but like I like the beat to it, dude. It's dude, good. It's fine. I'm. I, I don't want to get into it. You know what? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> guys, if you guys like it, you know, show some love. Yeah, give you know, Team Leon hashtag Team Leon. Mercy comment and say that. Don't you, mercy comment. Mercy comment no, and say know, that I don't he need has a, a mercy opinion, comment. Dude. If you got a bad opinion, if you think about opinion, <laughs> tell me. You know, I think that happens a lot with like artists' first album. Like this was Britney's first album. She probably didn't have enough songs, so the Swedish producers were just like, "We're gonna pull out an old standard mm. that's not too costly," and like you know what I mean. Pat out the track list. And sometimes those cover songs are the ones that any, the only one anyone yeah, cares about. They're like international Mark, hits. Mark, yeah. but did you, did you hear anything, sim, any other similarity in that song? I don't really, I don't recognize that song. I probably have heard the Sunny uh, and Cheer original. But it's uh, 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 the Screamers um, did a version of that song in a sense. Like they were, he reworks the lyrics in that sense. Yeah, gotcha. that's a, that's another good cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't tie them together. And I, I I'll stick with my Britney yeah, pick. Okay, Britney will stand alone on that one. Free Britney. Yeah, I free her. Um, I mean, I have I have much love for for Britney Spears and her whole discography. Let's go to another another bad cover, and this was is is not from Miley. Okay, this is from her her musical grandmother. Okay, a certain Madonna. Madonna did a cover of American Pie. 
that is as atrocious as you could imagine. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Um, we had we had like we've listened to Madonna because we thought we were doing an episode on her one time, and it's kind of hard to start off with the Queen. I hadn't gotten to this song, and this is up there with like the one of the most skippable songs I've heard in her, her whole discography. Yeah, a friend who's uh, well versed in the cringe. Uh, brought this one to our attention <laughs> yeah that was me yeah thank you mark for for showing <laughs> listening us. to late 90s pop radio in the bay area i remember all these great songs <laughs> and they the, played this on the radio they played this on the radio Jeez. i think there was a movie called american pie no it wasn't for american pie i'm totally whoa <laughs> yeah dude, this, this, so this man, song is playing no, when he's fucking from, the pie and i got those two confused because i was young and it was called american pie but it was from the movie dick Remember the romantic comedy Dick <laughs> about it was like a take and I'm not talking it wasn't like a movie about dicks it was a movie about Dick as in um Richard Richard Nixon so it was oh. like the Watergate scandal for kids as a fun teen comedy and they called it Dick they called it Dick people back then dude they're all in hell they're burning in hell yeah they sexualized Richard Nixon for children I'm going to check all those facts while you're playing it to make sure I'm correct. Okay. Well, um, just in case, either this was in a sexualized version of a Richard Nixon movie for kids, or this was being played when Jason Biggles was fucking a pie. How that music used to make me smile. And I knew that if I had my chance, I could make those people dance. And maybe they'd be happy. Just remember that this song was written about the tragic death of three musicians, the Big Bopper, a Mr. Um, what the hell is his name? Richie Valens, and a Buddy Holly. Jeez. These three musicians, these three paragons of rock and roll, of early rock and roll, and this is what Madonna did to serenade their deaths. Where did that come from, dude? I was not ready for that. That was fucked up. I was not ready for that uh, that that key part on that one. Mm-mm. Surprised me on that one. Did you? Okay, this is what Don McLean, the guy who originally did American Pie, said about the song. He said it is a gift for her to have recorded American Pie. So I kind of took that as like, yeah, that was really cool that she did. He got his check. Is what he got his said. check. He got it's really his... cool that she gave me $10 million mm-hmm. for, for doing nothing. And that must have been fun for her to cover an actual good song. Is it a one-hit wonder, though? Don? Is Don McLean a one-hit wonder? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Maybe. So is, is this, she get a okay, a pass on that because she's giving Homeboy some money? No. Maybe. No. I, I think not. I think... That the song sucks. Homeboy's getting paid though. If he was a one-hit wonder, I mean, it's, it's, it's providing some income for him. 
That's uh, true. Frankly, if Don McLean didn't manage his, his finances back in the day with that one hit, he, don't, he doesn't deserve the extra bump that Madonna gives him, dude. This song sucks. Should never been recorded. Let's get to my favorite. I'm not going to say that this band is good, but I'm going to say that this is one of those songs that you hear as a child, and you're like, hey, I like the way those white boys sing. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young is on the path throwing up gang signs. I went in the house to get the clip with my Mac 10 on the side of my head. I bailed outside and I pointed my weapon. So, yes. That was a white guy saying the N-word, and they bleeped it out. Okay? Yes. What? Yes, that was. And yes, this is a cover of Boys in the Hood by a band called Dynamite Hack, a total parody band that only had this one hit. I wish you just took this show serious sometimes, Giovanni. And I think that's where everybody gets me fucked up. I'm a clown, baby. <laughs> yes. Honk, honk. Honk, I'm a clown, honk. baby. Sorry, hey, listen. You know, like Dynamite the world, the world, a song. the world listens to us because they want <laughs> serious information on music, and they see it as knowing which is going to be harmful for them as a very important thing. And you just joke about it, dude. I will give Dynamite Hack this: they had no business covering that song. They shouldn't have done it. They should have left it alone. But what their version has over the original is there's more melody. Like the original yeah. version comes from like the very old days of rap, and it was like one yeah. of these days, the, old days the, of rap. the 80s, the old, ye old days. It's true, though, and he's, it's a he's very minimalist, like 808 beat that's just kind of the same thing. So that guitar part kind of works in the song's favor, and I think it helped show suburbanites like us the genius yes. of that song who yes. would have never heard it otherwise. And the easy e version is exactly what you're saying there is no melody to his vocals he's just talking like i think the only like maybe like the boys in the hood part might have like some notes in it where he's trying to kind of hit him but usually it's just like him talking and like that's just the way that it was like when he recorded it he just didn't have this the ability to hit those notes yet just like Not me yet. with my shitty voice i couldn't sing and so i'd probably do a sing song and kind of rap thing if someone asked not that anyone's asking me yet. If you want to ask, I'm open to it. So He's open to build, fam. Dynamite Hack, Boys in the Hood. I can't say it's um, a great song. Like I'm, I'm not playing that at my wedding, but it's fun. And it's one of those songs where just like, I heard it before I think I heard the original. Me too, yeah. And I enjoyed it. And then when I heard the original, I was like, okay, this is cool, but not as cool as Dynamite Hacks. <laughs> that my hacks is better sorry so yeah can you say that last part again sorry yeah say it again dude sorry because you're 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 you're, sorry. you're 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 hurting the fans i'm hurting my voice talking it was an I'm giving assist you guys my, my life here like because dynamite hacks version won't exist without the original words that mr easy e wrote yeah but e. but that, that, that goes for all covers man. it wouldn't be a hit without the palatable guitar melody i guess that it does it, it, in a way that this is a cover because it, it does change it from the original yeah it it's, makes not a, it, it's not a, it's not a copy for copy and it's not karaoke you know ah. they're, they're they're throwing in their own guitar licks 
their I'll, own melody. Although I've heard a lot more karaoke versions of the Dynamite Hack. Yes, than I that's used. very true. <laughs> because you can't sing along to the original. The original, I mean, you can, but like you're just like, woke up quick at around two, huh? And I mean, at Compton soon. Like, is it around two? I thought it was around noon. Uh, mm-hmm. Around noon, yeah. Yeah, it shows how much I know. But th- that's that's our, our our quick little conversation about covers. There's plenty more that we could talk about. I mean, I wanted to get into Machine Gun Kelly and his transformation into a pop punk. Um, I'd say Paragon. He's he's up there with Travis Barker covering a Paramore song. So we can get into a lot more. But I want to wait till Josh gets here because I know how much he loves Machine Gun Kelly. MGK. He has a big MGK tattoo on his back. So until we get him, him back in the studio, let's end this conversation here. I want to thank Mark you're very thank welcome. you so much, dude, for coming in yeah, and for subbing in, in for Josh. Anytime. All right, thank you, everybody. Goodbye.